This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. It's Tuesday. It's the last segment of the show. You know what that means. It's time for the weekly news quiz. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the weekly news quiz. Let's first welcome in our contestants to the show from Studio One of the mighty headquarters of AMI-tv, casting a shadow across one of the finest strip malls in North York, Ontario. It's the manager of AMI-audio, Andy Frank. From Studio One. From Studio One to your eyes I'm and I'm number one. Number one. And we also bring in from the coyote capital of southern Ontario, it's Alex Smythe. Yeah, I'm going to come out swinging and attacking just like the coyotes we've had. Come here. out biting just like those coyotes. <laughs> and from the shores of the St. Lawrence River in Morrisburg, Ontario, where you can see boats, boats, boats but not Bodie McBoatface. It's Karen McGee. (laughs) You had to bring up Bodie McBoatface. I always do. When I need a laugh at a Karen McGee, I just bring up a little bit of Bodie McBoatface. All right, guys, you know the rules, but maybe someone out there in listener land or the viewer vortex does not know them. We have three rounds of questions, three questions per round. Each question comes with three multiple choice options. If you answer the question without hearing the options, you get two points. If you need to hear the options and get it right, you get one point. If you get it wrong, we move on until the point is awarded. The order of contestants and the questions were written down by our producer, Paul Daniel. So the order will be Andy, Karen, and Alex. So Andy, first question going to you. Queen Elizabeth II was laid to rest last week following a state funeral at Westminster Abbey. Who was the last person to receive a state funeral in Great Britain? Wow, that's a good question. It's a good question by Paul. I'm going to go with Princess Diana. That is incorrect. Incorrect. And according to the order, Karen, you get a crack at this. Do you want the options or do you want to take a swing I'm at it? I'm going to take a crack at it. I believe it was Winston Churchill. That is correct. Wow. Two points for Karen. I need to mark this down. Hold on a second. Normally I prepare this. Please make the... sure there's three. I'm Karen. just kidding. And then there's Andy, and then there's Alex. So that's one point, two points for Karen. Two yeah, points yeah, for yeah. Karen. Boom. I'm doing math in real time. Give me a break. Okay. So according to her spokesman, Lord Bell, Margaret Thatcher specifically did not want a state funeral, and nor did her family. Austerity, you know. She particularly did not wish to lie in state as she thought it was not appropriate. As I get ink all over myself, we now ask question number two to Karen, an opportunity to take a commanding lead. Last week, Université de Montréal computer scientist Gilles Brassard was announced to be the recipient of the Breakthrough Prize, the world's largest science prize. In what specific science... Did Professor Brassard win the prize? I'm going to take the choices, please. So you have three choices. There's astronomy, physics, or mathematics. 
I was leaning towards mathematics. So I think I'm going to go with mathematics. That is incorrect. Oh. Alex, was it astronomy or physics? Oh, go with physics? That is correct. Professor Brassard was named the co-winner of the $3 million U.S. award. Holy smoke, science pays. Together with his longtime collaborator, Charles Bennett, a researcher with IBM in the United States. So here's Alex's chance to take a lead. Last week, it was announced Massachusetts was seeking a federal human trafficking probe targeting which governor who sent two plane loads of migrants to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, that would be Governor Ron DeSantis. That is correct. Two points for Alex. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis chartered two planes at a cost of more than $600,000 in Florida taxpayer dollars to transport 48 migrants from Texas to the island. Heading into round two, Alex has three. Karen has two, and Andy has a goose egg. And Karen gets the first question of round number two. Canada's Felix Ojealiassime added a singles victory over his opponent Sunday to help Team World to victory over Team Europe in the Laver Cup. Who was the opponent? Oh, no. I'll take the choices. Was it Rafa Nadal, Novak Djokovic, or Cameron Norrie? I'll go with B. That is correct. It was Novak Djokovic. Oje Aliasim, 22-year-old from Montreal, beat the 21-time Grand Slam champion 6-3-7-6 with the help of 13 aces and a 39-11 advantage in total winners. Heading over to Alex. Alex, a recent report from the United Nations Office for Outer Space Affairs concluded that Mars has more than 15,000 pounds of this substance. What is it? I'll need the options for that. Is it human trash, silver, or lead anatomy alloy from bullets? I'm going to say human trash. That is correct. That is correct. Debris on Mars comes from three main sources, discarded hardware, inactive spacecraft, and crashed spacecraft. Today, the main concern scientists have about trash on Mars is the risk it poses to current and future missions. See, we can pollute other planets that aren't even ours. Humans. Lead from bullets. Yeah, that, that seemed like a little <laughs> bit too specific. I didn't know we were talking what about... What kind the... of gunfights are there on Mars? I mean... somebody's, been watch... somebody's been watching for all mankind. <laughs> I think so. Highly recommend. Uh, okay. I rec- little is that is that a TV show, Karen? Is that a Apple TV? It's fantastic. Okay. See, this is the question we have to ask ourselves in the modern world. Where can I actually watch that? Yeah. Apple TV. Apple TV Plus. You can also watch baseball games once a week on Apple TV Plus. Uh, let's jump over to question number three of round number two. Heading to Andy, trying to get off the snide with this one. Giorgio Maloney became Italy's first female prime minister in elections held over the weekend. Maloney is a leader of a far-right political party that many have claimed is a direct descendant of Mussolini. What is the name of the party? Um, it has the word brothers in it, but because I don't know the full name, I'm going to have to opt for the choices. So is it A, Italian social movement, B, Brothers of Italy, which I think you may have given away your guess on that one, or Fathers of Constitution? The correct answer is B. That is correct. I almost contemplated giving that to you, Andy, but Paul would have yelled at me after the show, so I didn't want to have that. We couldn't be having that. The first exit polls had the right-wing coalition taking 42% of the vote, giving them a majority in both the House of Parliament, the Senate, and the Chamber of Deputies, but falling short of a supermajority. 
good to know. Italians also have a very complex method of politics, much like our friends oh to my. the south. Let's jump into round number three. Alex has a four, has a one-point lead. He has four, Karen has three, Andy has one, so it's still anybody's game. So we begin round number three with Alex. Health authorities in Uganda last week declared an outbreak of which disease after a man showed symptoms of a rare Sudan strain and later died? Uh, I'll take the options, please. Was it rabies, mumps, or Ebola? Uh, I'll go with Ebola. That is correct. One point for Alex. There have been several previous outbreaks of Sudan Ebola virus, four in Uganda and three in Sudan. Uganda has last declared an outbreak of Sudan Ebola virus in 2012. Andy, question number two of this round goes to you. Which WNBA team won its first title franchise, its first title in franchise history last week, defeating the Connecticut Sun in four games? That's got to be the Las Vegas Stars. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the two points. It's the Las Vegas Aces, but because I uh, was a bit finicky about the Brothers of Italy, I'm gonna give you Las Vegas Aces. Thank and, you. Uh, photos from that parade and video of that parade. There was a lot of champagne being sprayed, and I was very jealous because <laughs> I love me a good champagne spring. The Aces won 78-71 in a road victory over Connecticut. Also, Becky Hammond, longtime NBA assistant coach, first year WNBA coach, won her first title in her first year. Way to go, Becky Hammond has interviewed for a number of NBA jobs over the years to be a head coach. I think this may bolster her resume just a little bit more. Question number three of the third round. Wow, are we already there? We're already there with question three of the third round with uh, Alex having a two-point lead over Alex and Karen, excuse me, Andy and Karen. So five points for Alex, three for Andy, three for Karen. So Karen, you could tie things up right here by answering this question correctly. And if you've listened carefully to Now with Dave Brown, You'll know the answer. Last week, the Food and Drug Administration sent out an advisory notice saying this medical substance is not a safe nor appetizing marinade for chicken. I know this story. It's big on the TikTok, Karen. Nyquil. Say it again. Nyquil. Nyquil. That is two points for Ooh. Karen McGee because we live in non-Darwin times. The FDA had to issue a warning in response to a TikTok video challenge that showed someone cooking chicken using the cough and cold medication. Oh, People, honestly, I would say ingesting Nyquil, probably not as bad an idea as ingesting Tide Pods. So, you know, it's been Ugh. five years since that thing. What would that so, chicken taste like? That is so disgusting. It would taste like a good night's sleep. <laughs> but it, but it's worse for. when you cook it. That's the that's the problem. It's not it's the cooking and the fumes and everything. So you're you're getting high on the fumes while you're cooking it. Then you got to eat the horrible Nyquil tasting chicken that looks like purplish green afterwards. I I Alex, I take your point. I've not watched this video to its completion. Alex, I feel like done a little more research into this than you're willing to admit. Hey, you know detailed. what I. I, I like to keep abreast of what's happening in the Oh, Ooh. well done. Well done. But you'd, I bumped. you'd think he's pulling our leg or just winging it with those kinds of jokes. Oh. Hey, oh. <laughs> Alex, I believe this may be your first ever tie-breaking scenario on Now yes. with Dave Brown. So the way the tie-breaking works is I'm going to read the question. When I'm done reading the question, I'll say, I'm, I'll say done. And then whoever yells out their name first with the answer gets the first crack at it. Understood? Yeah. All right. Which show 
the longest running in Broadway history, is set to close in February 2023. Done. Karen McGee. Karen McGee. Phantom of the Opera. That is correct. 13,935 shows by the time it closes. That is incredible. Well done, Karen. I saw Phantom of the Opera at Place des Arts in Montreal with my grandmother. Lovely, lovely Aww. day. I used to really like musicals, and now I'm too fat to fit in the chairs, so I can't go anymore. I'm too <laughs> fat for high culture. And with that, the winner of this week's news quiz is... Two in a row, Karen McGee. We chase Mark Phoenix out of the company, and Karen McGee begins to dominate. It was my diabolical plan <laughs> all along. It was your diabolical plan all along. Uh, we should check in on Mark. He lives on the coast of Newfoundland. Uh, with that, we wrap up the show. Alex, thank you for an excellent effort in filling a bunch of hats for us today. We appreciate it. No, thank you for having me, and bravo, Karen. It was uh, a well-fought victory. And Andy, thank you. And Andy, thank we thank you for stepping in today for us and filling in down the hall in Studio One. Shall we continue to cast a shadow over this strip mall? I'm always happy to be a doormat on this quiz. <laughs> and Karen McGee, congratulations getting back into form with a winning streak way. You can celebrate for the next two days, and your reward will be talking to us on Thursday in the regional report. Can hardly wait. I know. Hardly wait. You can barely contain yourself. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.